Buzzer Podcast, all music, worldwide music started in local music scenes, underground independent unsigned talent, music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay, the Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie. From iPad to yours over the airways. Today in the show, Kirk Reed from Toronto rock band The Reed Effect. We discuss the band's 1973 album, spin a few tracks, and talk music. Enjoy the show and cheers! Yeah. Okay. Hi, Kirk. How are you doing today? Thank you for coming on board. Hey, Shay. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, love it. Love it. I I happened upon your music, the new album, uh, The Reed Effect, 1973, or 1973, The Reed Effect. Incredible album. Thank Absolutely you. love the entire, the entire piece of work. It's incredible. Thank you. And tonight we're going to be spinning two of the tracks, uh, Fine Here and Rise Up. We're going to talk about them later in the program. So you have had a complete uh, upbringing, lifestyle in the Um, music business. You've always been in the music business from what I've read. Oh, yeah. No, I've been in in the music business for uh, quite some time, including teaching. Like I'm a music instructor. Mm -hmm. Um, and the last, I guess, maybe four or five years, it's all music. Because I used to bartend a bit, too, to help make ends meet and stuff. Yeah. And, serve, and serving, which which I like. But I, I really want to focus on uh, all music. So uh, including teaching, gigging regularly. And uh, at, at least for the next, at least for the last few months and for the next year or so, I'm promoting the hell out of this, <laughs> the new album that you just mentioned, the 1973. Yeah, I noticed you're doing a lot of gigs, and you have one tonight. Yeah, yeah, in Hamilton. And I played last night in Mississauga, and actually for the rest of this year, uh, 2021, I'm gigging twice a week, um, which is what I was doing pre-COVID. So, yeah, I mean, a year and a half of nothing. And then um, just in September, you know, things are slowly, you know, we have to do this responsibly. Yeah, well, things of are slowly, yeah, things are slowly moving forward and slowly opening back up. Um, and yeah, I'm back to full steam ahead with gigs. It's great. I mean, there's still, you know, protocol with wearing a mask and you have to show your uh, vaccination receipt and all that stuff, which I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know it's been <laughs> like to go from nothing a few months ago to what I'm doing now is insane, but it's great. It's very welcome. Yeah, and where do you normally gig? We're going to talk about later in the program. Since we're talking about now, we might as well call out some venues that people can look at uh, to see you live. Right. Um, like, I, I play around the GT. The thing is, like, most of the gigs, at least right now, is, um, like, cover band kind of thing. I'm in a band called the Copycats. Okay. And, and uh, we're on Facebook and such. And I have my Kurt Reed page because I play solo as well. Like I played solo last night. I'm playing solo tonight. Uh, just me singing and um, and on guitar. Uh, so, but that's all cover songs. Just to you know, play songs that people can sing along to and 
bring some fun and some joy <clears throat> and good vibes to people, uh, which is really what I'm all about. Um, so most of, most of the gigs I'm doing that in the GTA, like Mississauga. I played at Finn McCool's last night uh, in Mississauga on Britannia. I'm playing at the Black Wolf in Orangeville. Tonight I'm playing at the Rosedale Sports Bar. Wow, uh, a lot Hamilton. of popular bars. Yeah, so like more the GTA, not really downtown. Um, but I'm also playing uh, with a reed effect, not quite as much, at least not yet. Uh, because the cover bands, you know, that really, <laughs> that's really where the money, oh, I'm playing next Friday at, a, in a, at the Franklin House in uh, Streetsville. So I want to say that, and that'll be the first time in a, um, in a year and a half or two years, I guess. That's amazing. Well, cover bands, um, they're a lot have been very popular, including the Rolling Stones, because they basically made it on the scene doing covers. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, Led Zeppelin, too, the first and album. And Led Zeppelin, I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so I don't know, I don't get that. You know, a lot of people, you know, uh, if it's good music, it's good music, and as you're oh. right, it makes people happy. Uh, you know, why not? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Like, the read effect, it's almost all, like, it's basically all original. Like, we, we throw in maybe one cover, right, just to mix it up a little bit. But I keep that very uh, separate, at least for the read effect. Um, mm -hmm. So I have my, my solo stuff, and I play a, um, in a duo with my duo partner, uh, Miss Lamont, or Carmen Lamont. Mm -hmm. um, so we do a lot of duo gigs, all covers, right? And then... Uh, the read effect, the thing is, that's, you know, you make more money doing the covers, and it's fun. I love it. It's a different, it's a completely different animal, though. The read effect, I mean, it's starting to make some money, and it's it's made some money because I've been selling the album and all that stuff. Um, but it, it's a totally different, you're selling something totally different. It's your music, you're promoting yourself as an artist. Yeah, um, your brand. So we, we've actually made some good money in the last few gigs, um, but it's a different type of venue. Like I would never take the read effect to any of those bars that I was just talking about where the cover bands, it's, it's a different scene. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the read effect too, like we're playing, I guess about once or twice a month. We played at the Atria in Oshawa <clears throat> like three weeks ago or so. And, and we did our, that was great. We played with a couple local bands in Oshawa and we played it. That was, with, that was with Drop Top and uh, One uh, in the Chamber, right? No, that was at uh, Cherry Cola's downtown. Ah, yeah, yeah, Cherry Cola's, yeah, that's right. So we had, because we haven't been able to have our official EP release, right, because of COVID. So we had our mm -hmm. official, you know, EP release party. And that was at Cherry Cola's. And uh, yeah, we had it at capacity. It was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then, yeah, but our good friends from Drop Top Alibi and from uh, One in the Chamber. Uh, so it was a seller night. It was killer. And to play at Cherry Cola's. Cherish is a dear friend of mine. Um, over the years, we played there a bunch of times. So it was, it was a special night, and I wanted to play there to have uh, this particular show. Yeah, it's an incredible place. And uh, the lineup was incredible. Drop Top and One in the Chamber were incredible bands. Incredible oh, yeah. bands. Incredible no, bands. It was a great night. Yeah. So the read effect. The music was it influenced by groups like The Doors? Because you do a lot of psychedelic rock. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Doors fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see why why you picked up on that. Yeah, no, it it, it must have creeped in there. 
So yeah, some well, I'm, feet, but... The Doors is one of my favorite bands, so yeah, I would definitely pick it up. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, my top three of like all time, I would say, is uh, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, and uh, Jimi Hendrix. I know, and it's all classic rock. I'm not like stuck in classic rock world, but if I had to pick, I mean, it, I, I can't beat it. The songs are incredible, and um, it really speaks to me. I mean, I'm a big fan of the grunge era as well and some newer bands too, but those three, including The Doors, are uh, my top for sure. Yes, I'm a, I'm a big influence uh, by The Doors. Uh, that's awesome. Do you have any other influences that influenced your writing style or your music style? Um, yeah, I was pretty influenced by the <clears throat> the early 90s to mid-90s, the grunge era, like uh, Soundgarden. I'm a big Soundgarden fan. Oh yeah, and I was I was fortunate enough to see them. I saw them a few years ago with Nine Inch Nails. I like Nine Inch Nails too. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if I picked up the wrong thing, but uh, what about Nirvana? Because I noticed in uh, well, the first track we're going to listen to, or the second track we're listening to, is Rise Up. In the video, it's almost like you do a Nirvana shot in the pool. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't even thought of that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, never, never mind the cover. Yeah. Wow, that, that's uh. That's you, so funny. You, you don't see that? Oh, I see it now. I, I didn't even <laughs> think about it before. But yeah, it must be uh, subconscious because uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Nirvana too. Yeah, I thought I thought it was incredible. I go, oh my god, they just recreated Nirvana. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. That oh, that's Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, we're going to be listening to Fine here next. Can you tell us a bit about the song before we spin it? Um, yeah, Fine here. It's funny because the seven tracks, as you know, on the on the album, and as we were uh, developing <clears throat> the songs, um, you know, slowly as it all all the songs evolved, um, we weren't sure which would be the first single, you know, and uh, towards the beginning, Fine here was at lower on the on the list of what would be the first single. Like we would never have guessed that originally um, it would be the first single, but it developed. And actually what happened in the studio, it went through a lot of different incarnations, man. It was, it was a frustrating song to nail. I'm, I'm glad it went through all the different phases. Yeah. But like I wrote a whole bunch of lyrics for it. And then I brought it to my producer, uh, Ted Dallas, which was a big, he was a big, um, contributed to this album like without him it wouldn't have wouldn't sound it wouldn't be what it is right all the music is our ideas you know and the lyrics are all mine but like he kind of overlooked everything so anyway i brought him i brought in the lyrics and i was like what do you think he's like and i was like kind of excited because i worked so hard on him he's like um i gotta be honest with you i'm like oh yeah what he goes these these lyrics are super fucking weak I'm like, oh, God, so back to the... He said, you know, this is a ballsy, gutsy song. He said, we need to make it a party. And it's actually our... Oh, sorry, no, that's... uh, Wait. <laughs> no, that's Rise Up. Yeah, sorry, I started I, talking getting... about Rise Up. I started talking yeah, about Rise yeah, Up. Yeah, sorry. No, Fine Here. Okay, the story about Fine Here mm-hmm. um, is tr- it's true. It was supposed to be, like, lower, later, like, as far as the first single. But then... um. The for, the original vocal line for Fine here was like double time. It was different. It was not what you hear now. It was like it was kind of like that, like mm-hmm. a shuffle. Pa, 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 pa. 
Um, and then yeah, I recorded it all, and we were basically, but Ted was like, you know, a few weeks later, he's like, ah, no, we, let's do it halftime. And then he said, let's try it like this. I got a great idea. So what you hear now is I had to redo the whole thing, right? We So we had to shave off a bunch of the lyrics and stuff. So then once I did that, it was like, yeah, man, it brought it to like a whole new level. So then it became our first single. That's an incredible single, and we're going to hear it now. the video there's the, the video game the lady um, picking up her her boyfriend and yeah goes, yeah instagram that he was cheating the night before and then she does burnouts around him and that yeah, was really cool yeah. yeah yeah i know there's a story there it was it was basically to uh 
you know, I mean, I'm not a girl, so I, I can't really understand uh, directly, but I have a lot of female friends. And over the years, I've heard a lot of stories about some, you know, douchebag guys they, that they've dated. And I'm not saying I'm an angel. Like, I haven't been the perfect boyfriend <laughs> over the years either. So I'm not holier than thou or anything. Um, but anyway, this is kind of a, you know, one for the ladies. <laughs> uh, so it's incredible. You really picked yeah. up the feeling, of man or woman, but definitely a woman uh, right. understanding of what would happen. And it actually brought me back to university days, the, the burnout around and around. Remember mm. the old days? You could do that in a parking lot without getting yeah. long yeah. after you. <laughs> no, I know. Those were uh, good times. I know. I remember it was a party. So tell us a bit about the band. Okay, um, it's been, it, it obviously went through a, a, a big change um, just over a year ago. My brother, who was like an integral part of the band, of course, on a personal level, he was an integral part of my life. I've known him since he was born, the day he was born, I was in the, I was in the hospital. Uh, anyway, he passed away uh, just over a year ago. Um, mm -hmm. So this album is a swan song. He was in the band. I started the Reed Effect, I guess, maybe, I don't know, like nine years ago. In the beginning, it was just kind of, you know, just trying to find my way. Yeah. Um, so he, he joined, um, uh, when was it? Uh, 2015, I think the beginning. So he, he was in the band for like five and a half, over five years, half a decade. We'd done tons of shows. We did all the writing. Um, uh, had a lot of great times. Um so once he passed away, uh, at, when he first passed away, I, I couldn't even think of the beat effect. Like without my brother, it, it didn't make any sense. I couldn't even I couldn't even wrap my head around it. Yeah, and we fair were supposed, yeah, and we were just supposed to release the album like a week. He passed away October tenth, and then October sixteenth, we were planning to release it. It was in the middle of you know we were mid COVID, so it was like we were just going to release it online. We couldn't do any shows or anything. Yeah. Um, so I had to, of course, postpone that, um, you know, and then I couldn't do any shows, but I was looking ahead to when I could. And uh, my duo partner, Carmen, I, the thing is the production, you hear the album, and this is his swan song. This is his final professional recording. Mm -hmm. And as you heard, the album is incredible, right? Um, yeah, so, it is. So I've never been more driven to get it out there. Uh, it has legs, but it's all, all. I'm also doing the work on behalf of Chris um, to make sure it gets out to as many people as I possibly can. Well, I'm sorry um, that you lost your brother. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it was insane. <laughs> it was like I can't even. You know, I I couldn't talk about this. It's been just over a year now, so I can talk about it, and it's a part of the story. It's a big part of my life. It's the biggest moment moment of my life. Because we were close. We weren't just brothers that, you know, eventually got married and grew apart and all that stuff. We've always been, he's like my best friend. I mean, if I got married, he'd be my best man. It was, it was like that. Yeah. Plus, he's, we're in the same band, you know. Um. Anyway, so uh, Carmen, funny enough, uh, she actually joined the band um, a month before Chris passed away. And it, the, the band has always been a three-piece. It's been a power trio from uh, day one. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, so, like, and I can't do a three-piece again without Chris. So, like, I have to build a bigger band. So I have my dual partner, Carmen, uh, Miss Lamont. She's the second guitarist, mm-hmm. and, she, and she sings a backup as well. Um, and so I, I decided, okay, I'm going to build, I'm going to build a new beat effect. I have to, I have to, I have to have a band where I can play these songs live. Otherwise it's just going to dissipate. You know, the, the songs are just going to kind of fade away. You need a band to play live and I'm a performer. I need to play live and I'm so passionate about these songs. So, so yeah, I decided to, uh, put a band together. Um, I have, uh, Matt Kilborn, uh, Chris, actually had his own band too uh, called fat mob okay <laughs> and i I've, I've actually been jamming with those guys too so we have other things coming up but anyway i'll talk about that another time um so matt kilborn was the bassist in that band and now he's in he's in the re effect great guy great bassist all heart and he knew chris well which is important to me for for this particular band um and then i got kevin costa uh, I'm in a blues band as well, the Money Earth Blues Machine. And again, I'm, I'm uh, again. I'll talk about that another time. Wow, but you're busy. Yeah, I'm in four bands. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So he's the drummer in that band, and he actually filled in many times over the years for the Reed Effect. Because um, Brian Fontes was the main drummer for like the last half decade, and he actually lives in uh, Hamilton. He used to be the lead singer for Last Bullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he uh, and he was the drummer. So and he's the drummer on the album too, and he did a great job. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. So, but Kevin Costa had to fill in a lot because uh, Brian was busy. And the last gig the Reed Effect actually did was Friday the thirteenth on uh, two uh, December, December Friday the thirteenth of two thousand eighteen. Wow. Right before, right before COVID changed the world. And so it was Kevin Costa, Chris, my brother, and myself, and that was our that was our last Weed Effect gig uh, with Chris. Um, so anyway, Kevin was on that bill, so now he's in the Weed Effect. So he's the drummer, and uh, my partner Veronica McNamee, <laughs> which is and she's the lead singer of the Muddy Earth Blues Machine. Um, so she sings backup too. So okay. I have two two backup singers. So it's a five piece band now. And the thing is, the production on the album is so huge, so I need five people to kind of... We need to replicate these songs uh, to the best of our ability. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, so it's sounding, it's sounding great. We have a live show. Like, we're good to go. We've already had, I guess, four, four or five shows. And we'll have many more, many more to come. Um, I, I want to submit our, us to, uh, you know, to festivals uh, in 2022. And uh, follow up, follow up with, you know, shows in Ottawa, Montreal, Kingston. We played the Mansion in Kingston a couple months ago too. Oh wow! Um, yeah, that was killer too. But with the strength of the album, I don't. I anticipate that you will get a lot of bookings. Yeah, and, and we have a live show to uh, uh, to do it justice, right? It took a lot of work. We had to, re- you know, we had to rehearse a lot, and I, I pushed them. Um, but it's it, we have a set and it, it's it's killer. So yeah, I want to I want to gig as much uh, with this band as possible uh, for the next year or two, especially for the next year while I'm promoting this album. I plan to do another album at some point, but I'm milking this one. Um, but I'll be releasing each song as a single too. So I, I I have like another like ten months worth of material just from this album. That's you know, awesome. Every, 
Yeah, every team like so. Yeah, I'm gonna look this shit up. This. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look forward to hearing it. I look forward yeah, to yeah. hearing all of them. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. We're going to be hearing Rise Up next. Um, before we do that, uh, let's talk about that incredible uh, video. Love it. A uh, real party song. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I mentioned before, the Nirvana shot in the pool. That right. was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I jump off the roof. I was trying to figure out which rock video. There's a classic rock band that did a video and they jumped off the roof into the pool and i can't for the life of me remember but anyways i I love the video i love the video uh what was it like collaborating uh with the people that were involved like uh video was done by dylan weller right yes yeah dear friend of ours yep and uh and actually he did the video for a fine year as well when he kind of put me into the cartoon uh that was dylan as well Oh, yeah. And, the end of the cartoon, you're in the car, which is pretty cool. Ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was his idea. <laughs> so leave the douchebag and come with me. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, he did uh, Rise Up. It was my idea to do a like an outdoor a party song. And the story behind the song, and I started talking about it a few minutes ago um my my lyrics originally were kind of i guess on the angry side which i'm not even really that angry of a person now but when i write it, it seems to be uh, seems to come out you know over the years read effect songs have that theme right um so that's when our producer tensa dallas saw my lyrics he goes these are super fucking weak so let's go back so i had to write a whole bunch of uh, new ones he said let's make this a party song it's got to get in your face we got to get a you know think of a big uh, stadium rock show where everyone's like, rise up, you know. Um, It brings people together. You know, you have a lot of fun, get a little bit aggressive, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I did. And then uh, that's what we have here. So, and it's actually our very first party, like full-on party song. Um, And considering what everyone, you know, has gone through for the last year and a half or so, um, we, I need think it. we needed this. Yeah, we needed this. <laughs> We're to to kind of break the break the silence there. Yeah, that's the lyric in the song. Oh, wow. You know, break, break break it up a little bit, and you know, have some fun, uh, spend some time with your friends. Which uh, you know, there's a lot of people that we haven't really been able to see. Uh, so all the the people are in the you know, the video are my friends of mine. I asked to be a part of it. There are people I like. I mean, I asked a whole. You know, there's only so many people we could have. Um, so yeah, all friends that were gracious enough to take some time and we, we filmed it over two days, a uh, weekend and we did it in the backyard of my parents' place in the pool. Okay. So the first scene is actually with my dad. Uh, he's the limo driver, David Reed. Oh, really? Yeah. So that guy that I'm chatting with. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. So he's my limo driver. That's my dad. And then my mom is like the peeping mom. We call her. Oh, is that uh, your mom? Way. Yeah, so she's looking over the fence to see, like, the nosy neighbor, but a peeping bomb, you know. Yeah, but we all have them, especially when you have a party. Yeah, and actually the cops showed up uh, the Saturday night. uh, They did? Yeah, because we had to play the music. We went to, like, you know, and then I had to yell, I'm a golden god, you know, a scene from Almost Famous. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so when I, right when I yelled that, within a few minutes, uh, the cops showed up. And it's funny, 
it's like I, you know, like how often do we do this? Like, relax. I don't, I don't know what. I mean, I don't blame the cops, but clearly someone called. And the thing is, I even sent a a flyer to all the neighbors, and I said, "There's gonna yeah. be. Well, we're not gonna go late. You know, this is just a video. Where this isn't a party or anything. Although it was kind of a party, but you know, there was a purpose behind it. It wasn't just. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So that that's the yeah. I want to do a full on party, and I hosted it and try to you know. We try to uh, portray the vibe that we literally had there and try to make sure it came through in the video. And I think we were, uh, uh, we accomplished that. Well, it definitely did. And it was for a great song. We're going to listen to it now. Rise up. Awesome. Thank you. You can't win if you don't play May not be here another day Don't delay Come on and join all your friends We're gonna take this to the end This invitation that I send I recommend you attend Rise up and shout it Let's start a riot Why don't you try Begun. Don't be shy, just come along. You know it's right, you can't go wrong. Try the chorus, sing the song all night long, all night. Rise up and shout it. Let's start a riot. Why don't you try it? Everybody, come on and give it to me. Break in the silence, stream of defiance. Where's my I love the album, Kirk. I absolutely love it. 
Um, Thank you. Yeah, we put a lot, a lot into this, man. It, it was, it was a. Oh, the other thing about Rise Up is Care of Failure from Di Manic. Uh, she's a co-writer. Okay. Um, so yeah, I wanted to uh, care the lead singer of uh, Die Manic. Uh, she's a friend of mine, and uh, so yeah, she was a co-writer. That's where there's a bit of that pop Dominican element. Um, I wrote all the lyrics. Did you do a lot of co-writes with her? Uh, no, this is the only one. Although she did send me a riff a while ago, a couple of years ago, um, that I was going to do some guitar. But things got, you know, life. Her life got crazy minded too, and it, it never happened. We'll probably uh, do some co-writing. It's funny. I was just uh, texting with her uh, yesterday. Uh, she actually broke uh, a couple ribs, and so she's not feeling well. Anyway, um, yeah, she's uh, so yeah, she's a co-writer on that, and um, yeah, thanks. And we put a lot, yeah, we put a lot into this, like a, a couple years, including pre-production, like two and a half years. We every song we spent like, and the thing is, what happened is we actually finished all the recording like right before COVID hit, like last March, like a year and a half ago. Oh, really? Just before? Yeah, we were supposed to release, we were supposed to do our EP release at the Horseshoe uh, May 1st. It was a Friday, May 1st. We were all set to go. Uh, our producer was uh, hustling to mix and all that stuff. And then COVID changed everything. So we're like, oh, we can't do it. So what happened was uh, Ted had all the, Ted, uh, our producer, had all the time in the world because, you know, he's just sitting on his, you know, what are we supposed to do? We're just staying home. Yeah. Uh, so he even combed, he took the album to a whole other level because he kept on combing through, you know, he got so like nitpicky about everything, you know, to the point where it's like the 32nd bar of the third song on the third beat. The snare isn't quite in tune. Uh, so he was like obsessed about it. So he kind of like, that's why the album like sounds like so incredible. <clears throat> like it already sounded amazing, but then he just took it to a whole other level. So like, because he had all this time, right? He spent hours and months just combing through, like, why not, right? Yeah, I'm impressed um, with this work. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in all our writing and, and just uh, combing, you know, making sure each song, song could uh, stand up on its own. That's why I'm releasing each song as a single with the video. Like, every song, even Preachers, uh, the final Mm-hmm. track uh that we have a video for that and uh we're going to release that too oh good i look forward to that do you, can you talk about your release dates now or are they secret um, until they... Uh, well i can tell you about the next one um, okay the next single will be uh, megalomania and we already have all the footage like the new lineup other than veronica the four of us performed did we have all the footage we did the live uh shoot a few months ago so we have uh, Dylan Weller again um, editing that. So uh, that that's uh, that's going to come out in January. So the first, uh, the next first single of uh, 2022 will be Megalomania, and that'll come out in January. Awesome! Look forward to that. Look yeah. forward to that. Look forward to the video. Is it going to be Dylan doing the video again? Well, he's going to be doing the editing. The video is already shot. It's all done. Like we we we. We did the video shoot a few months ago with the new lineup. Um, so it's all there. So yeah, he just has to edit it. Awesome. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, for if I could say quickly, uh, the video for 1973 is already done. And uh, the, Chris is in that. Chris is in that video. And our good friend, JC Sandoval from uh, We The Crooked, another friend's band here in Toronto. 
Uh, he, he did the album cover. So you see the album cover, very 1973, very psychedelic, uh, very, you know, mind bending, <laughs> which was big uh, in that time. Uh, so he did the, the album cover and he also did the video. So the, I'm saving that for last. I'm kind of saving the best for last because Chris is in that. Uh, so that'll yeah. be the final video. And Preacher, actually, the video is already done for that too. And Chris is in that. Wow, so I'm saving, those, I'm saving those. Yeah, I'm saving those two for last. Yeah, I would. I don't blame you at all. And yeah. actually, the artwork is incredible. Yeah, he did an amazing job, and he was good friends with Chris too. So he put his heart and soul into it. And uh, yeah, he did the whole. Oh, when I see you, I'll give you a, a CD so you can see the whole thing because there's a special page in there as a tribute to Chris. Uh, all um, pictures of Chris uh, and you know. And JC went to the next level on this one as well. So, yeah, when I see you, I'll give you a, I a love CD. That. Yeah, the cover is incredible. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, thank you very much. That's, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, so where do you hang out? Where's the best uh, social channel for fans to get regular updates? Um, the the website would be the best because that has the link to everything. Um, if I could say the website, it's www.thereadeffect.com. Dot com just straight okay. up the read effect.com on social media i'd say facebook um you, whatever we're doing you're going to see on facebook for sure facebook and instagram well that's that's incredible that's incredible yeah. thank yeah. you for spending your time on the show and sharing your music with us it's been awesome i look yeah, forward you. to your uh subsequent releases from this album Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun, and um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Kirk. Cheers. No problem. Take care, Shay. See you. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers.